Yes, sir. Episode 24, Stash House Podcast. I got a great show lined up for y'all today, man. My L.A. Lakers, man, it's officially over with my Lakers. Magic Johnson and Luke Walton out the door, man. I don't know what's going on. Paul Pierce on NBA Countdown going crazy. Saying he better than Dwayne Wade, man. I don't know what's going on. Anderson Pop dropped the album, man. Great album to talk about that, man. I got a lot more to talk about. Sit back, relax, man. Stash House Podcast, episode 24. Let's get it. Yo, what up, what up? Episode 24, Stash House Podcast. Your boy Tyler checking in, man. Your first time listening, appreciate you. If you're listening weekly, appreciate you. And for those who just scramble around checking on certain episodes, man, appreciate you as well. Uh, man, many directions I can start this podcast with today. Uh, I know the little topics I put when I announced the podcast episode and everything, it seems to be uh, NBA heavy, a lot of NBA news to talk about, but uh, there's some more things I want to talk about also, but you know, just, you know, just make sure, you know, people don't get confused. It's not an all NBA episode, even though it may seem that way from the topics I posted. But uh, many ways I can start. First, I want to uh, congratulate a few people, man. First off, man, my lifelong friend, Julius. Shout out my boy, Julius, man. He graduated basic training. Uh, was able to catch up with him Friday. He graduated Friday morning from uh, Fort Benning. Uh, was able to catch up with him at Hooters Friday. Uh, looks different, man. He looked very, very different. If you know Julius, uh, you know he's real buff, muscular, but going to basic, man, doing all that running around. He definitely, definitely lost a few uh, few pounds. Uh, and also, the funny thing about it, when I was meeting up with him, uh, he was he told me he was already at the spot we met at Hooters. And he's like, yeah, I'm already here. So I walked in Hooters. And I'm looking around, like it wasn't, you know, crowded or nothing. So I'm looking around, I'm like, damn, I don't even see him. So I called him. He's like, bro, I'm right in front of you. Like, I couldn't even recognize him, like, with the bald head. Like, you go from having hair, facial hair to, you know, weight loss and bald hair and no facial hair. So I'm like, damn, bro, I even recognize you. So uh, he seems to be in good spirits, man. He's going to be down here for a few more weeks. And then he said he may go to Italy. He may ship off to Italy, so shout out to my boy Julius, man. Congrats, bro. And also, man, my boy Steven. Steven, he hosted a brunch. Uh, I want to say it was in Birmingham. Uh, if I'm wrong, Steven, please hit me up and tell me I'm wrong. Birmingham. Birmingham or Mobile, I'm going to say. Matter of fact, let me. So I won't get it wrong because I don't want him to hit me up, cussing me out or anything like that. I'm like, man, you got my shit wrong. Uh, let me check real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. Uh, damn, bro, where it at? <laughs> Ooh, let me see, here it goes. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, sorry for the hold up, y'all. Birmingham, yeah, it is Birmingham. Birmingham, Alabama. He hosted his first brunch. He's been promoting it for a few weeks. Uh, he shared some pictures. Uh, you know, the long poles, you know, a lot of setbacks, but everything seemed to go great. Shout out to my boy Steven, man. The personal chef. Shout out to Steven. Shout out to Julius, man. Y'all boys keep on doing what y'all doing. And little do you know, you, you inspire the people around you, too, when you make those, when you set those goals for yourself. 
and you accomplish them, man. You really inspire people around you. And even people that you don't even know, you inspire them as well, man. I like to see people I know thrive, and I like to see even people I don't know, if it just pop up on my social media account, man. I love to see that, man. We need more positivity in the world, man. For real, for real. So, shout out to them boys, man. Keep on doing what y'all doing. Also, man, before I start with these topics, uh, I got to shed light again. Nipsey Hussle, man. Thursday was his funeral. Uh, title, streamed it. Bit shot, shot the title, man. Nipsey Hussle was a big supporter of title with, you know, streaming service these days, how streaming basically like it is no more going out buying CDs, streaming. Nipsey always put the different numbers of Apple streaming dollars, Spotify, Tidal, YouTube. He was a huge uh, huge supporter of Tidal. Tidal streamed his uh, funeral. Also, BET. BET streamed his funeral. Uh, I was kind of shocked by it. Uh, of course, his family had to, you know, approve it. And everything, but just the you know the sudden death of Nipsey and how it happened and everything, I wouldn't think that they would. You know, we had certain funerals: Whitney Houston, Aretha Franklin. Uh, I'm not sure if Michael Jackson's uh, funeral was televised, but you know we have some funerals that are televised. Man, shout out to Nipsey Hussle family for allowing his fans to see it, and they also had his fans in the Staples Center. He sold out Staples Center, by the way. He sold out Staples Center. The only other person to do that was Michael Jackson. So, shout to Nipsey Hussle family, man. And I said earlier that day, I wasn't going to watch the funeral. Uh, I know how I am with funerals anyway. And just being, you know, the sudden loss of Nipsey and the music and interviews. It's like, ah, uh, you know. But by the time it came on at 1, by the time I did my running around and everything and got back to the crib, I just tuned in just to see what was going on. And that around that time, that when his family was talking, Snoop came up and everything. So I had to listen to those words, man. And uh, Snoop, Snoop just always seemed to brighten up the mood, man. Uncle Snoop, uh, whatever the case may be, he would brighten up the spirits. He told stories of when he first met Nipsey. Uh, of course, when Nipsey first came out, the resemblance of him and Snoop in a way of tall lankiness from L.A. with the braids, you know what I'm saying, the set, they claim, and everything, man. Uh, you can tell Snoop is taking it taking it tough, man. You can see on his Instagram, he's taking it tough. Uh, YG and DJ Mustard came up and spoke. You can tell by YG Instagram, man, he's taking it tough. Him and Nipsey, I mean, if you look at the bigger picture, him and Nipsey being close, that was big for L.A., period. I'm not from L.A., never been from L.A., but from the outside looking in, you know what I'm talking about. When I say Nipsey Hussle and YG, they really had a movement going. Um, just, you just hit everybody, man. Karen Silva, if you don't know Karen Silva, African-American woman, entrepreneur, several business going on, and I know she's, my prayers out to her, I know she's going through it in less than a year. She tweeted about it. In less than a year, she lost a business partner. And Nipsey Hussle and a close friend in Mac Miller. So in less than a year, man, she took two two big, you know what I'm saying, shots to the chest, man, with those deaths. And she's been very vocal about keeping Nipsey's and uh Mac Miller's legacy alive. And she's been doing it, man. She's been doing it. But his family, man, his family, Nipsey Hussle family, man, wow. What strong what a strong family, man. What a strong family. 
you could tell they're uh, very spiritual. They're very religious. Um, first, his brother, Black Sam, who was alongside Nipsey for since they were kids. I mean, they show old pictures, old videos, brothers, you know, they, they little sister. Uh, always close. And it's been, I mean, you know, people talk on the Internet between Lauren London and his brother, you felt like Nipsey was up there talking. You felt like Nipsey was up there talking, especially when his brother was like, Nipsey said before he passed, I know I made the set proud, nigga. Like, wow. Like, I mean, everything Nipsey done, everything he did, I mean, Black Sam put it in perspective. Shout out to Black Sam. Uh, Lauren London, oh my goodness, Lauren London. Uh, the kids, having the kids up there speaking. And Lauren and Lil Wayne's son also, I'm surprised a lot of people didn't know they had a child together, but he spoke and he said he had a dream that he was in a paradise and somebody touched him and he looked back, it was Nipsey. And he like, what's up killer? Like, you know, that was, he's calling him, what's up killer? And then he disappears like, whoa, like kids see that. But for that kid to go up there in front of a sold out Staples Center, for that family in general to go out there in the front of a sold-out Staples Center and say those kind of words, man, that's different. A kid going up there in front of a sold-out crowd saying, at a, at a funeral of that with the casket right there, saying, I had a dream, I was in paradise. He was behind me, he touched me, I looked back. He said, what's up? Then he disappeared. Wow. I mean, the youngest child, one of the younger child, children, he couldn't even speak, man. Like, he knows what's going on. He couldn't even speak. The baby looked just like Nipsey. You know, he don't know what's going on. He's two years old. He doesn't know what's going on. But just that just, just that sight, man, he make you want to, if you don't have brothers or sisters, if you don't have kids, just find someone close to you, man. Just, you know, embrace them, man. Just, just those moments. Lauren London. Showing a lot of strength going up there and speaking. Uh, but his mom, Nipsey's mom, man, in the days before the funeral, she had a video, I guess, when they left the wake. And you can tell she definitely cut from a different cloth, man. When you talk about leaving a wake of someone who's passed and saying their aura was good, that they smelled good, that they was clean. When you say they were smelling good, she's not talking about cologne or perfume or nothing like that. She's not talking about that kind of smell good. That's some very spiritual. Uh, Y'all know I talk about how the universe works. Those type of people, that's a different type of talk. When you saying a person smell good, you're not talking about their cologne, how their aura comes off. That's different. And you can see Nipsey had some of that in his interviews, but he just never came out and said, you know, I use Sage. Like, Lawrence, Lauren London said, like, her and Nipsey were talking. Nipsey uh, say things like, you don't possess people in this world. You only experience, experience them. You don't, normal people don't talk like that, man. Normal people don't talk like that, man. You don't possess people. You only experience them. Like, that man was very, very intelligent, man. Like, the, like 
leave the image of Nipsey, like just the look of Nipsey doesn't do this man justice, man. Like the man is very intelligent. You can tell he comes from a strong family, a very intelligent family, man. After the funeral, they took him on, oddly enough, his victory lap around Crenshaw, L.A. He rode by the by the uh, his marathon store, the square, and everything. It's just those pictures, man. Just it's legendary, man. I feel like I feel like the tide about to turn for real, for real. And I've been talking about this Nipsey thing for a couple weeks on this podcast, but man, I really feel like a change is about to happen. Um, they named the basketball court after Nipsey. He has his uh, a mural on the basketball court in Crenshaw, and they also named it Crenshaw and Slauson after Nipsey Hussle also. So, man, just his mother's words just seem to make everybody feel, you know, a little bit better. Mom, A mother's word always does that. Something about when a mom speaks that makes everything feel better, and that video that went out, if you haven't seen it yet, definitely look on YouTube or something. The way his mom was speaking, it's just like, wow, like, you know, long live Nipsey, man, long live Nipsey. Now, on the brighter news, man, on the brighter news, the NBA playoffs is here. So shout out to the NBA. The NBA playoffs is here, man. Uh, first of all, let me tell you about my weekend, man, how this all came about for real, for real. So Friday, like I said, I met up my boy Julius. He graduated from basic. Um, that was on Friday. And, like, I don't know if you guys, if you – Heard the ending of last week's podcast. I was saying, sometimes, man, if you work during the week and everything, sometimes on the weekend, man, you just have have time for yourself, man. Just sit back, relax, have time for yourself. And Friday, I was ripping and running a little bit, but I was back in the house by at least like 9, 8.40, 9 o'clock, I was back in the house. So, Saturday, man, when I say this was like the first lazy day I had in a while, like, probably since early November, I'll say, maybe. Like, a lazy, like, I'm saying you wake up, shower, brush your teeth, get back in bed type of lazy day and not move the rest of the day. Not even to go get Waffle House or nothing like that. Like, I was just lazy Saturday. And uh, the NBA playoffs had started Saturday. And I know it's not going to happen, like, every Saturday, but... Shout out to the NBA, man, because Saturday and Sunday, the games just came on back to back to back to back. And it, it, it puts you in the mind of, like, you know, college football, NFL Sunday type of feel. Like, I know it's not going to happen every day because it probably some games come on tonight, tomorrow night, you know, it's the playoffs. But, like, it was a great excuse to have a lazy weekend. It was a great excuse, man. So, Saturday, I was just resting, watching the uh, NBA playoffs. And good thing I did because I got a text from my supervisor like at 6 o'clock saying, hey, we need you guys to come in 5 a.m. tomorrow morning due to severe weather. So, went in Sunday. It was my off day at that, too. So, that was extra extra pay, so I'm not complaining about that. So, we stayed to 5 till 7 and shot and uh, prayers for my people in Troy. Troy took a good little hit. With the tornado, uh, Phoenix City and Columbus seemed to dodge it. Uh, Ellerslie, Georgia took a good little hit. Uh, I know Columbus, Lake Bottom, the Lake Bottom area seemed to, uh, the road seemed to flood a little bit. 
But it wasn't like it was early March. I know that was a lot of people's concern that now you hear severe weather in this area, they think it's going to be just like it was early March. But there's a reason you tune in to the news, man. Tune into the weather, people. Uh, your app on your phone is good, but it doesn't really explain everything like somebody who's knowledgeable in the field telling you. Like, don't go on Facebook and see somebody just, you know what I'm saying, just waking up telling you what's going on. Like, tune into the people that know what they're talking about in situations like that. Then you won't have to be so nervous or, you know. But the NBA playoffs, oh, no. Before I get to the NBA playoffs, Sunday, I did that 5 to 12, went home. Between, you know, weather cut-ins and all that at work, we was watching the Masters. We was watching the Masters. You know, everybody root for Tiger Woods just because. So I got home at 12. By the time I got home at 12, I took a nap. I woke up in the third quarter of Boston and Indiana game. And while waking up, check my phone, see Tiger Woods won the Masters. I don't have knowledge about golf to tell you what the score and all that was, but I just know Tiger Woods won the Masters. He got his green jacket. Shout out to Tiger Woods, man. Big bounce back. Like I always preach on this podcast, man. Don't let people tell you you can't do something, man. If you stick to your gut, set your goal for yourself, man, you got it. Shout out to Tiger Woods. Won his Masters. And, uh... Yeah, man. Quick, good little bounce back for Tiger Woods. Now, NBA playoffs. It started. I love the way the NBA had it for the first weekend coming out. I saw a couple of great commercials, Nipsey Hussle tributes. Um, Some great games in the midst of, you know, with so many games coming on. So many great games. And it really had me thinking like, whoa, you know, this playoffs might be great. Keep in mind, it's a seven-game series, but those first games, man, it was some great games that came out of came out of those games, and a, a lot of great matchups, a lot of great matchups too, man. Let me just real quick go down the list. Tell you guys, I'm gonna try. Like I said, this podcast come out on Tuesdays, so I'm gonna every Tuesday I'm gonna keep you guys up to date with playoff series, what's going on. But keep in mind the uh, NBA playoffs, the games do come on throughout the week. It's not just Saturday and Sunday. I'm sure everybody should know that. So I'm going to just keep you guys up to, up to date. Um, in the Eastern Conference, uh, the Nets and, Sister, Nets and the Philadelphia 76ers, game one, Brooklyn one. Uh, thing that came out of that game, of course, you guys heard Amir Johnson and Joel Embiid on the bench. They had their phone out. Johnson, Amir Johnson had his phone out. Him and Embiid was looking at the phone on the bench. And Embiid was already, like, doubtful to play, questionable to play. And he ended up playing. And from what I saw, he didn't do – he should have probably just sat out because that first, that first half, man, he looked horrible. He was just shooting threes, just bricking threes, and he didn't look 100% at all. Uh, but, of course, having a phone out on the sideline, Amir Johnson said he was checking his phone because his daughter is sick. Um, of course, when you hear things like that, man, you really, you know, you just pray, make sure everything's okay with the kid. But like uh, Van Gundy said after the game, Van Gundy, uh, former coach, he was on the desk with uh, Jalen Rose and Paul Pierce. 
and those and uh damn I forgot Shawty name but he was on the desk and he was saying it's unacceptable still you got security you got other coaches that could tell you you know you got they got all those numbers they can tell you you're not supposed to have your phone on the bench long story short you're not supposed to have your phone on the bench no matter what the case may be uh if that was the case you tell the coach beforehand and everything so he can make arrangements to where somebody can contact you other than having your, you know your phone out and it's just not a good look just not a good look you already was losing it's not a good look basically if it is his daughter you know we hope everything's okay and of course jimmy butler is his teammate so i don't know do they have a game today yeah it's on a monday so they play well they played last night Again, so they probably still was at practice while I'm recording this. <laughs> Fooling with Jimmy Butler, man. Jimmy Butler does not play. Uh, also, the Magic upset the Raptors in game one. If you want to say that's an upset because it's just the first game out of seven-game series. Um, Kyle Lowry, he stunk up the joint. Uh, I knew that when they traded DeRozan. I knew that was a bad choice. Should have traded Kyle Lowry. Uh, Warriors put on the show against the Clippers. Uh, Spurs beat the Nuggets. Uh, Pacers lost to the Celtics. That was a that was a great game. I caught that toward the uh, the middle of the game. Trailblazers and Thunder may be my favorite series, first round series probably. Dame Lillard versus Russell Westbrook. Interesting in that. Uh, Bucks beat the Pistons. I didn't pay much attention to that game. If you can see the score, 121 86, you see why. And the Rockets routed the Utah Jazz uh, 122 to 90. So, NBA playoffs on board, man. Like I said, I just, it's not going to be a rematch this year because LeBron is not in the playoffs this year. LeBron is with my Lakers, who are looking like. Looking worse than they did during the season. I'm getting that a little bit later, man. Y'all know I gotta, I gotta give my Lakers a open space on this podcast to sadly talk about talk about how bad the organization is now. I was just talking about the own court ability. Now I'm talking about the whole organization. We are getting that a little bit later though. So it's not going to be Golden State versus Cleveland again. But interested to see, man. Anything can happen this year. But if they say Steph Curry just got his eyes fixed. You mean to tell me this man was shooting good this whole time? His eyes were still bad, and now his eyes is perfectly clear. Oh, go to state going, bro. <laughs> we want to. We we want to. You know what I'm saying? If Houston, hopefully Houston get it together. Houston get it together. You know what I'm saying? Anything can happen, but I don't know, man. It's it's, it's hard to see what's go- it's hard to see somebody being going to state seven game series, man. But coming up later in the podcast, man, Paul Pierce, D-Wave, you haven't been paying attention, man. Very, very funny interaction going on with those two guys. Of course, like I said, my Lakers. And uh, we haven't had some new music, man. Talk about new music in a good little bit, man. Got all that, man. A little bit more coming up, man. Stash out podcast. Make sure y'all stay tuned, man. Yo, it's another week, so you know I got another playlist for y'all, man. This week, one of those random playlists. Just some tracks, man, I really like, man. I really feel. Maybe, you know, I put some of y'all on some music that y'all might not be accustomed to, man. It's something that y'all might have heard already, man. So this week, just some random playlists, random tracks, 
random artists that I've been listening to lately, man. So, you know, check them out, man. Enjoy. Okay, real quick, new music. The boy Anderson Pop, man, finally dropped new album, Ventura. Real quick, Oxnard just came out not too long ago. Now he comes back with his second album. And the kind of musician Anderson Pop is, he usually take his time with his projects. But Oxnard wasn't really received well by a lot of people, even though I enjoyed it. But he came back with his new album, man, very R&B-ish sound. And you know, that's... You like, that's a bam. You got me with that already. R&B sound. Uh, thoroughly enjoyable, I'll say. Uh, not your normal Anderson Park sound throughout an entire album. I know I talked about his features on the last, not the last episode, but a couple episodes ago. He stuck to that. That was the, that was the actual track list. He had Brandy, Nate Dogg. Uh, very you know, notable R&B singers also as well. First record, oh, Smokey Robinson. Can't forget about Smokey Robinson. Smokey Robinson's on there. That track with Smokey Robinson, that song and that video, man, easily one of the best I've, I've heard and seen so far this year. The first track, man, under 3,000. Like I said before, man, on a couple episodes ago, you guys be scratching people's backs, throwing rocks at, you know what I'm saying, everything for an under 3,000 verse. And then when the other 3000 verse finally comes out, you got that, like, it didn't come out. So, he killed it, too, by the way. So, I mean, I'm starting to really question you guys, really, you know what I'm saying, with these under 3000 myths and all that, how you really, you know, I see people comparing Andre, Andre to J. Cole, and they'll be like, oh, man, I like Cole, but I'm going to take under 3000 off real. I'm starting to question, do you guys really even listen to under 3000? You guys just saying that just to sound cool. Now, if you listen to them and you really fuck with under 3,000, you know, shout out to you. I'm not talking to you. This for the people who just do shit just to get, you know what I'm saying, people to agree, get the 100 emojis underneath their comments and all that. Man, stop trying to ride the wave, man. Stop stop culture vulturing this shit, man. Like, you got to wake up. Let me tell you how I listen to Anderson Park album real quick. Just to show y'all what type of, type of vibe I be on, man, type of shit I be on. So, boom, Friday, it comes out. I, list, I didn't listen to it till that night. Not the normal time I listen to Anderson Pop music, but like I said, I got in kind of early. I was playing 2K. Why not give the new album the 2K test first? Listen to it. Okay. I like the little, you know what I'm saying? It flowed very well. I listened to it from first song to the last. I've been doing that a lot lately. I don't listen to the albums on shuffle no more. First listen. I listen to them from song number one to the last song. So I did that. I'm like, okay. Knowing that I'm going to wake up and listen to it again, right? So I wake up Saturday morning. I got to start my Saturday morning with Joe Bunn Podcast just to get me get my day started. Listen to those guys. And I was like, hmm, yesterday, well, that Friday when I was at work, I was chilling, watching the 85 South show. And I was watching the episode with uh, Big Gilt, Big Gilt from Goody Mob. So I was like, man, let me run this Soul Food uh, album real quick. <laughs> Let me see, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, listen to Big Gip yesterday oh, on the on 85 South Show podcast. Let me listen to this Goody Mob Soul Food album real quick. Let me get in the, in the mood, man, on a Saturday. Knowing I'm about to have a lazy Saturday at that, let me listen to this Goody Mob, bro. 
So I listened to Goody Mob. Okay, got into that vibe. So then I was like, okay, now nah, listen to this Anderson Park. Listen to Anderson Park. That's when I really, really, really listened to it. I think I was playing FIFA or something when I was listening to it. Man, very R and B sound. I mean, front to back. I probably there's only probably one song on there I could probably do without. I can't think of the name of the song, but everything flowed well. Uh, he performed at Coachella this past weekend. Anderson Pop, man, just a great musician all around, man. Great musician all around. Very excited. Can't wait to see him on tour later this year. And also, the person, another person he's going on tour with, No Name, she dropped a record a couple uh, weeks ago. I think it's Room 32. I want to say the name of the song is. She's a very dope female artist. I can't call her a rapper. I can't call her an R&B singer, man. Just, just the flow she has, man. She's... She's one of those Tiny Desk artists. Like, you know, you watch Tiny Desk. It's those certain artists you just come around on Tiny Desk, and you're like, okay, yeah, she got it, or yeah, he got it. And No Name definitely has it. Uh, so check her out if you haven't already, man. No Name. I, She got my stamp. I, I, I really like No Name. I fuck with No Name for real, for real, man. So that's all the new music that I came across this past weekend. Uh, a couple R&B records here and there, too, by the way. But as far as, like, street Street albums and all that, mixtapes. I haven't been tuned in to like nothing. Like I, ever since like Two Chains and Offset and all those guys dropped, I, Street's been kind of dry in my opinion. I mean, unless something came out and I missed it, but overall, I haven't been seeing much new. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna call them street artists. I'm, I'm gonna stop there. I ain't gonna say that. Just artists with you know what I'm saying that type of music. It's been kind of quiet, man. I know the beginning of the year I said I don't want to hear five artists, I mean five albums on a Friday, but damn, give me at least one or two every three weeks at least, man. <laughs> like, it's been a minute since Two Chains album came out, so I need some new music, man. Unless some, like I said, if some new music came out and I missed it, please inbox me and let me know. And yesterday I saw on Twitter, uh, Wiz said he has a new project coming out, 420. Anything Wiz related and 420 related, I'm all in. He said he's going to have Harry Farrar produce, Cardo, his normal, you know, batch of producers he get. He's going to have Currency on there as a feature, some more uh, artists, Taylor Gang artists as features. I don't know how long the track list is going to be. He ain't say nothing about that, but Wiz coming on 420 with something. I don't know if it's a project. I mean, I don't know if it's a mixtape. So to speak, or I, I don't know, but Wiz on 420, I'm all in. So that's it for music, man. Damn much, really. I just want to let you guys know about that Anderson Pop album, man. Really, it's a good little vibe, man. It's something to wake up to. I'll say. Y'all know always when certain um, albums come out, I like to tell you guys when, like, the best time to listen to it. Definitely Anderson Pop on the wake up, man. Don't listen to Anderson Pop. Unless you want to at night, you know, you send Indian style like I do sometimes. and you just want to vibe out, but definitely on the wake up, man. Check out that Anderson Park album, man. I like it, man. Front to back, very soothing sound. You know, I'm not mad at it. Shout out to Anderson Park, man. Keep on doing what you're doing. Now, Paul Pierce out here going crazy. <laughs> Paul Pierce out here going crazy. Don't know Paul Pierce, retired NBA player. Had a great career, by the way. It's not, I'm not saying, you know, he's talking out his mind or nothing, but Paul Pierce had an okay career. But he's definitely brought, I don't know if people have been realizing it, but all 2019, Paul Pierce been wilding. 
on NBA Countdown. And back to my last segment where I forgot the woman's name on NBA Countdown is Michelle Beadle. Michelle Beadle, I apologize. Michelle Beadle, that's her name. It just popped in my head right when I was talking about it. But all 2019, Paul Pierce been wilding on NBA Countdown. Uh, me and my homegirl Mercedes, shot to May, 2K, I like to call her. We just really just been tagging each other on Facebook and Instagram, like these little clips of Paul Pierce saying some crazy things on NBA Countdown. We've been sending memes to each other about Paul Pierce. Like, all 2019, Paul Pierce just been wilder. Um, it really started because, like I said, D-Wade and Dirk Nowinski were basically going on their um, their retirement tour around the league. Dirk, I think, didn't really say he was retiring to the like the last game of the season. Like, he didn't really say, like, people just, they were really trying to get him the hell out of here. Like, Dirk was like, bro, I didn't even say I retired. Y'all just assuming. But everybody kind of figured Dirk was retiring. And D-Wade, of course, had his retirement tour. He had the T-shirts going around. And after every game, he would swap jerseys with the opposing team player. So they were going on their retirement tour. And it really started back when Kobe went on his retirement tour because when Kobe went on his retirement tour, it was like, Oh, it's Kobe last game in Atlanta. It's Kobe last game in Phoenix. Kobe last game in Detroit. Kobe last game in Madison Square Garden. It's like everywhere Kobe went, it was Kobe's last game. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Paul Pierce, I think Paul Pierce left what the same year, either the same year as Kobe or the year after Kobe. So he was playing uh, Golden State, and Draymond Green was shouting from the bench. He was like. They don't love you like they love Kobe. You know, you about to get the same treatment Kobe got? Because Paul Pierce said he retired at the end of the year. Everybody was just like, okay, Paul Pierce retired. He didn't get that treatment that Kobe got. And even now with Dirk and D-Wade, he didn't get the same treatment that those guys got. So it's, <laughs> it's messed up because, like I said, Paul Pierce did have a great career. He should have got, I think in Boston, they showed him love in Boston he's Lifelong Boston Celtics player. Uh, he was true to Boston. Uh, of course, the big three in Boston with him, Kevin Garnett, and Ray Allen, they brought a championship. So, Paul Pierce, very, you know what I'm saying, he gets, you know what I'm saying, he deserves his respect. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. He deserves his respect. But um, NBA Countdown, they was going with this or that. It's a game they played this or that, and it was a Dwayne Wade edition. So they were saying, though, know, this or that Dwayne Wade, low haircut over the braids. They were saying, would you take Dwayne Wade or Isaiah Thomas, the Isaiah Thomas from the Detroit Pistons, the Bad Boys, Detroit Pistons, uh, Allen Iverson or Dwayne Wade. So then at the end of, at the end of that, they'll say, uh, this the truth serum. So they'll ask Paul Pierce, and they're like, who had the better NBA career, <laughs> you or Dwayne Wade? So if you go back, please, y'all, please, look, if you haven't seen the video, please go on YouTube and look at the video. And the whole time, like, she asking the question, like, you know, she's gearing up to finally, you know, asking who had the better career. You can just look on Paul Pierce's face like, I'm about to fuck him up with this one. Like, who you think I'm about to say? Like, really? Hey, let's be honest. Like I said, me and my homegirl, we've been laughing about this. But let's be honest. What is he supposed to say? He's supposed to say Dwayne Wade had a better career than me. No, he's supposed to say he had the better career. I do. I agree. Of course not. But what he's supposed to say. And on top of that, 
the whole like he said I had the better career. He's like me, of course. That's easy. So the whole time he trying to explain why he had the better career, they're showing clips of him and Dwayne Wade getting into it. Like this was like a real deal, like rivalry situation. If it would happen like Paul Pierce thing was when Dwayne Wade was younger, give him a shack and all of these guys, and he'll do the same thing Dwayne Wade did. But Paul Pierce had Ray Allen, Garnett, like they won a championship. But I mean, you can't really say give me the same teammates, Dwayne, because we're not talking about, you know, championships and all that. That's one thing when I talk about best player, that's why I would go with Kobe. Man. I'm not talking about just the championship. Just the way he played, man, the way he played, the attitude he played with, the leadership he showed. If, like I said, y'all say Kobe always, like, talking down on his players. He had fucking Kwame Brown. What are you supposed to do with Kwame Brown? <laughs> like, come on, Dwight Howard. You're supposed to be the big guy. You acting soft. Kobe gonna call you soft. It's the lead, man. That's why I like Giannis, Giannis uh, in Milwaukee so much, man. They're like, why you don't... Um, be buddy buddy with players. He like I never saw KG buddy buddy. I never saw Michael Jordan buddy buddy. Like I don't want to be buddy buddy with these guys. That's the, of course we teammates. But if you my teammate and you acting soft, you supposed to be the biggest guy on the court. What I was supposed to do. So I get that. But Paul Pierce was like, if you had gave me a Shaq when Shaq was in his prime, what would I, you know, what I'm saying look what I could do and all that. <laughs> so. Dwayne Wade's son responded was like, yeah, Paul Pierce, yeah, he, he sucked. And all, basically, like, yeah, he sucked and all that. So it was just boosting Paul Pierce's ego, right? So I, then I looked at another clip. I don't know if it was like before the Dwayne Wade clip or after. So then they asked, who's a better three-point shooter? <laughs> it was like, Please, just go watch these truth serum videos on YouTube, man. Paul Pierce. Like, he know what he doing, but at the same time, it's funny as hell to hear him say it out of his mouth. Yeah, like, who's the better three-point shooter? You or Clay Thompson? It was like, me, of course. <laughs> like, fam, really? Come on, Paul Pierce. Now, if you a Celtics fan, or you grew up in Boston and all that, I completely see why you would want to agree with Paul Pierce. Like I'm saying... Now, the debate about Paul Pierce and Dwayne Wade is not a crazy debate to have. I'm not saying you're going to get laughed out the building. Like, it's a. Paul Pierce had a great career. Dwayne Wade had a great career. I think Dwayne Wade was a two, Paul Pierce a three. You can have that conversation. You can really have that conversation. You're not going to get laughed out the room, but with Dwayne Wade, man, being, with him being so great on defense and offense. Slash into the bucket, man. The man named Flash for a reason. Like when his, if you really caught Dwayne Wade in his younger years, like before the big three in Miami, this man was, you know, what I'm saying no pun intended, the truth for real. <laughs> Cause that's what they call Paul Pierce the truth. But D Wade, D Wade, tough, bro. And Paul Pierce hard too now. But Paul Pierce, man, come on, come on now, bro. Come on, I think the reason he said he was a better three-point shooter than Klay Thompson because he said, I'm a better three-point shooter in the clutch, so that made me an overall better three-point shooter than Klay Thompson. <laughs> I was like, come on, Paul Pierce, man. Be for real, man. Be for real. But that was a real deal, like, rivalry between the Miami Heat 
and the Celtics, especially when Ray Allen went to the Heat, that would really ignited it for real, for real. So, I mean, what he supposed to say? I mean, I'm not mad that he said that he said it because, like I said, the whole time he was explaining himself, saying why he was better, like why he had a better career than Dwayne Wade. They showing clips of them guys getting into it over like hard picks. You know, the teams getting into it. It just. I mean that what it was for real, for real, man. That's that's that lead that those guys were cut from that that cloth, man. Like we ain't buddy buddy, we rivals for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? So Paul Pierce, definitely, man. Tune in the NBA countdown, man. If you haven't seen it, Paul Pierce, he's been doing this all year. Like for a good little minute, it was him, Jalen Rose, Michelle Beadle, and Chauncey Billups. They got something growing with that NBA countdown. They not, they not. You know what I'm saying to the NBA on TNT people yet they ain't on they ain't on that level yet but like they real low key with they jokes man it don't really get publicized until like he say something crazy like that but just check it out man it'd it be some funny things going on Paul Pierce saying some wild shit and then Jalen Rose he came with the stats he came with the stats saying okay you want to talk about teammate let's talk about individual stats. With you and uh, Dwayne Wade, and like they making memes about Paul Pierce's face and everything. So, Paul Pierce, man, he he's definitely finding his his place with the, you know, NBA commentary and all that. So I salute him on that, man. I salute him on that. But it really all started when Kobe had his farewell tour, and Paul Pierce didn't get the same treatment. And uh, speaking of farewell tour, but with Dwayne Wade and Dirk, man. Both of them, man, had great games. Um, leaving their last, they last game in the NBA, man. Uh, of course, with Dwayne Wade, he had the triple-double. He had the triple-double. The quote-unquote banana boat crew was there. Uh, LeBron, Carmelo, and Chris Paul was there to watch it. Uh, great, great way to leave for Dwayne Wade. And then Dirt, man. Dirt, one of, one of the most loved NBA players of all time, man. I'll say that. I can't find nobody who disliked Dirk Nowitzki, bro. Dirk had a great game. Uh, he shed some tears also. Uh, he spent his whole career in Dallas. I always got to respect that. And even with Dwayne Wade, he spent both his career in uh, Miami. Other than that time, he went to Chicago. But Chicago is his hometown, so you can't hate that neither. So those two guys, man, shot Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki. Um, we only got what LeBron left from that crew. LeBron, if you want to count Chris Paul, but he came in a little bit later, but Chris Paul still there. Uh, Vince Carter, man. Vince Carter still going. Vince Carter said he coming back. So Vince Carter may end up being the oldest player. I think he was the oldest player. I think he played. He's going to play more seasons. I think they said than anybody in league history. So, yeah, man, childhood, childhood ball players, man. Carmelo hasn't retired, but nobody still picked up Carmelo yet. I wish he would have shot that basket, though, that he had the ball during the game, Dwayne Wade. Yeah, like he was about to shoot it, and he gave the ball back to the Ralph. It would have been dope to see him shoot that. But, yeah, man, shout out to Dirt, man. Shout out to Dwayne Wade. Paul Pierce, man. Like I said, if you haven't checked Paul Pierce out, check him out. And if you, you know, not be able to catch him on NBA Countdown, just check out the YouTube clip. Definitely check out the YouTube clip of him and Dwayne Wade and the one with him and Klay Thompson. Definitely check those out. And just look at his face when he's talking about it. <laughs> like, he's dead serious when he's talking about it. So, just check those out, man. And, uh, next up, bro, I got to talk about my Lakers. 
I'm gonna need some time to get myself together first. Talk about my Lakers, man. Magic gone. Luke Walton gone. LeBron about to fan Space Jam too. <sighs> it's tough being a Lakers fan, man. First off, man, I do want to shout out LeBron. The results came in about LeBron with his school in um, Akron. School, man, the students exceeding expectations. They exceeding expectations, man. Shout out to LeBron. I think they said a 95% uh, percent rate. Shout out to LeBron, man. Hope the school continues to build. He's doing what he's doing for the community, man. Can never take that away from LeBron, man. But, <clears throat> but. The Lakers, the Los Angeles Lakers. What in the entire hell is going on with my Lakers, man? If anybody in Laker Nation, is there anybody I can say who's always been on the side of, hey, we got Magic, I trust Magic, he got LeBron to L.A. I didn't think LeBron was coming to L.A. to begin with, and especially not so soon. He got LeBron to L.A., um, you know, it's magic. I trust magic with the Lakers, man. Come to find out, man, this whole entire time, magic head of basketball, well, former head of basketball operations of the LA Lakers, he wasn't even around like that, man. It'll be, it was a running joke around the gym. Like, you come in, you got something to want to ask magic. Yeah, go ask magic. He in the office. It was a running joke. You know, he wasn't in the office. And then it didn't really dawn on me till he stepped down. He had the long little press press conference answering questions. It didn't dawn on me that he really has like a lot of stuff going on, man. Like he his movie theaters, he's with the Dodgers, of course his charity work. He has a lot going on and he couldn't put his all into being, you know what I'm saying, committed to the Lakers. And then he said he wanted to have fun again. So apparently the time he was with the Lakers, he wasn't having too much fun. And they're saying the big thing was he didn't want to really fire Luke Walton. And as soon as Magic stepped down a few days later, the Lakers and Luke Walton agreed to part ways. And now they're saying Luke Walton is bound to be the next head coach of the Sacramento Kings. So I don't know what's going on with my Lakers, man. They're saying uh, Tyron Lue is a great front runner to get the next position. And... <laughs> Let's read between the lines. If Ty Lue becomes the Lakers' next head coach, they're listening to LeBron, man. Again, now, I, I'm not on the side of not hearing LeBron out because, you know, he is your star player now. So you got to have his input on the next coach. But don't get somebody you know LeBron is not going to. I mean, LeBron is smarter than most people when it comes to basketball. But come on, man. Like I said beforehand, we don't have to kiss LeBron ass at the at the Lakers, man. Like, he came to L.A. You feel me? He came to L.A. You see what he doing in L.A. He got other ventures he wants to do in L.A., man. The whole Anthony Davis situation just really, if you need to really find out how the Lakers, like, work behind the scenes, just look at that whole Anthony Davis situation. I've been thinking behind the scenes it were issues that really spread on the on court. That's what it, I mean, they didn't show it on court, obviously, but behind the scenes, man, you knew that. You could see it wasn't working out, man. Just the players, Lance Stevenson, Rajon Rondo, you got Young Ball, Ingram, Kuzma, 
of course, LeBron. Come on, man. It was it was a shit show. It wasn't the late show. It was the shit show, man. And now with Magic gone and Luke Walton gone, we not in the playoffs, everybody on vacation. I don't know what's next, man. I don't know. I can't talk trash. I don't know what's next. Um, I'm hoping, you know, we make some great decisions this offseason. I hope we pick up some great talent this offseason, man. But I, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> it just, ever since Bus passed away, the father, Bus, he just been, you know, downhill from there, man. He's been downhill. Kobe always, he's around, he's trying to give his word, you know what I'm saying, help out as much as he can with giving advice, but only so much Kobe can do, man. They don't want to listen to Kobe. They don't want to listen. He's telling you, they don't want to listen. LeBron is getting up there in age. I don't know, man. I don't know. I was fighting for Magic the whole time. I was like, bro, Magic going to make something happen. He got LeBron. I'm like, man, I told y'all. That didn't work out like he, how we wanted it to. Now, it was injuries, of course, that that played with this season. It was injuries, so you can't say they just didn't click. It was doing all right, but then just injuries came, and everybody was sitting out toward the end of the year. It was a run we could have went on to possibly get us to, into the playoffs, but we just didn't, we didn't do it, man. So, Luke Walton, we lost our head coach in Luke Walton. And we lost Magic, head of basketball operations. He stepped down. He just said it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun that he had too much on his plate, man. So, interested to see who our next head coach is going to be. I'm interested to see. Um, like I said, the NBA playoffs is on now. No LeBron for the – that's amazing run LeBron has went on, though. When you sit – when they do those little LeBron stats and they're like, last time LeBron wasn't in the playoffs, this was happening – and you just think like, damn, I was that young when LeBron last time LeBron wasn't in the playoffs. And even when they get to the finals, think about how long ago was it, 2010? 2010, 2011, last time LeBron wasn't in the finals? I was still in high school. So, wow. <laughs> just think about it. It's an amazing run. He deserves his rest. I'm glad he finally decided to get some rest in. He deserves his right. He deserves to enjoy his first summer since like 05, 06. Seemed like his first summer off for real, for real. So get some rest, man. Get some rest. He's about to, I know he's filming his movie and everything. So come on, LeBron, man. Just just make some right decisions. LeBron and the Lakers. The Lakers organization, like forget LeBron, the Lakers organization just made some great decisions, man. You have a whole nation of people. We just want to just get us to the playoffs, man. Just get us to the playoffs. That's all I want. Just get us to the playoffs. Yo, man, appreciate you for tuning in. Episode 24, Stash House Podcast. Like, subscribe, retweet, share everything you do. Support the podcast, man. I greatly appreciate it, man past few weeks and have some sad news it was great to come in this week laugh at a few things discuss a few topics with y'all man for real for real so y'all just be easy this week man be safe with it keep me in your prayers i do the same for y'all and i'll catch y'all back in this week man salute